Uh, warning. <laughs> this episode may contain information and silliness that not everyone would be interested in. Hey, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hungry. Trying to get out of here, bro. All right. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. Have you ever heard of? <laughs> Second time you've touched my hand today. I know it feels weird. Have you ever heard of space? You're gonna do it. How are you gonna do this? Space. Yeah. There's a few options. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Uh, one space, <laughs> like uh, space. <laughs> you know, what I'm you can't about? describe it any more than that. No, you know, like stars and planets and like space. outer space. <clears throat> outer space. All yeah. right. Other options. The space bar. Oh. <laughs> also, is there is there a bar called? I'm sure there is the space bar. I'm sure, obviously, right? I'll Google Maps but it's like a mix office and outer space theme. Yep, yep, yep. Like they just have like you know this. It, they've done the ceiling where okay. First of all, I'm done giving out my million dollar ideas on our podcast. Okay, <laughs> but you walk into the bar. All right, it's a black ceiling. They got little <clears throat> lights to make it look starry, but also they've got like. Um, Staplers with Saturn rings around them. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> oh, that's a good idea. You know, I like the and paper clips for the moon. Um, it keeps trying to search Kansas City, and there's not one in Kansas City, so there's not one in the world. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Space. Have you heard of space? Um, <laughs> never heard of it. So here's the thing: we live on Earth. Outside of Earth is a place called space. <laughs> That's all they're doing the moon. You get up there, they've been drinking the fossil fuels. I must get me some musk musk. <laughs> Are you trying years. to explain Kennedy as if someone listening doesn't know who Kennedy is? <laughs> Guys, we've heard about space race, but what if space race? Here's LW right to tell us more. You just put your foot on the gas. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> That's all you do. Things I learned last night. Here's the, here, here, all of a sudden, over the past like decade or so, are you <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I just am trying to mentally prepare for the next forty five minutes <laughs> of whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> What do you think? I just think that you don't think space is real. That's what I think. You're a flat earther, dude. I'm not. I'm I'm an alien. Tim is a flat earther. I have to to believe in aliens. You have to believe in space. Tim is a flat Earth QAnon (laughs) uh, alien conspiracy Joe Rogan lover, and only a couple of those things are true. You're not. It's not that you're entirely wrong. That's like, oh man. Here's the thing about space. You would be the guy that a girl's breaking up with them, and you'd go, "That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) That's 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 fair. That's fair. Yep, that's fair. That's not untrue. You're not wrong. You're not incorrect. I would say you're LW right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
Uh, so Do you get it. It's a callback. I get it. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I understand. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Um, so, so space. Here's the space. thing. Space. Here's the thing about it. It's huge. It's never ending. <laughs> we. I'm sure it ends. It's just expanding. We went to space, right? We not, well, not us. Well, but not us yet. Uh, <laughs> we went to space and we went to the moon uh, and then we kept going to like near Earth orbit for a little bit and then um, for some reason we just stopped going to the moon and then we started going to space a lot less and then we stopped. Yeah, why was robots that? up to space a lot less? Is it because it was fake or is it because oh, well, that's interesting. So a lot of like the space uh, uh, the moon landing is fake. People will say that that's the that's a evidence for it being faked because we have that we just back. didn't go back, um, but it's kind of like you know, honestly, honestly, yeah, it's a little bit like when you try that restaurant that's got two stars on Yelp and you're like, we've been there. We did it. You know, I tried it. I tried it. Would I go back? Eh. Yeah, I mean if somebody it's offered like, to take me sure it's like I watched Hadi Bumbalati when oh I watch it gosh. again. Eh, probably not. Oh, I watched worst. it though. You know how many times I've watched Hottie Bumbalati? I know. I don't. I don't. Let me get my binder. <laughs> Anybody got gloves? <laughs> this is the time that I watched Hottie Bumbalati on August the 2nd. <laughs> I think I'm in the 40s on Hottie Bumbalati. Really? Yeah, I think I'm in the That's 40s. That's sad. Oh my gosh, it's such a good movie. I love how you and Bree punish, not punish, but train your dogs. Um, me and Reagan have been doing that to each other since we left your house. Um, what, what do you mean? Because for anybody who doesn't know, I have dogs. Uh, yep, and a wife <laughs> named Bree. Um, I'm glad you mentioned her first. That bro. part. So <laughs> that part of the story is hard to verify. <laughs> <laughs> she's not on social media. Well, she is. I'm blocked. I don't know. I don't know if she's on social media. Anyway, so but when your dogs jump on you, instead of being like, "No," you guys are going, "Oh, you're offended!" <laughs> like you're going, "Oh, what, Quincy? Yeah, Quincy." Like, well, <laughs> we literally will do this. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you'll do like a, a shame game with them, and I want you to know that me and Reagan went to your house, and then for the next week and a half, proceeded anytime we got annoyed with each other, I would literally would look at her, and go. <gasps> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> she left her coffee mug out on my coffee table. Then I went, <gasps> how long has this been here? <laughs> this looks several hours old. <gasps> Reagan. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, space so space. The, the reason why are there I, Swedish people in space? Actually, yeah. Um, so there's there's some uh, are other countries going. Yeah, lots of have we gone to the moon and the other and then we were like we can't go up there. It's too crowded. <laughs> it's kind of like whenever you're like a photographer and you find a really good picture spot mm -hmm. you post on Instagram. Yeah, it's like whatever that bridge is with the railroad, you know that everyone took pictures on when yeah. Instagram was first pictures, yeah. Yeah. you know now Instagram's like we're actually TikTok. Yeah, but like yeah. before that uh, when it was a picture app and you had the 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 uh, you know yeah and so camera yeah. <laughs> But it's like a photographer goes to a good picture spot first, and then everyone else is, everyone like, else is like, "We're going to go there." That. Yes, is yeah. that what happened on the moon? This is a genuine yeah. question. That's actually a good analogy, so yeah, I don't. It is. I don't care about wasting people's no, time. Nobody else went to the moon except us. We're the only really? ones who actually successfully made it to the moon. That's another reason some people think that we never actually made it. Um, mm. here, here's a here's. I might be a moon conspiracy <laughs> person. Then here's the thing. Here's I here's, thought other people went. 
No, just us. Um, I think other people got like probes, but no persons. That's like that's like being like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. Only I've met her. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get there. You couldn't get there. You couldn't do it. You couldn't. You couldn't go. Yeah, she's from a different school. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson actually talks about this, and his point um, is very. Good. I love his chicken nuggets. Yeah, he makes great nugs. Uh, so <laughs> Neil deGrasse nugs. <laughs> deGrasse. <laughs> I love his high school. He's got a great I, high school. <laughs> I was doing it. I was doing a whole thing. That's a safe space. That high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really great what they did for Drake there. Oh gosh. Um, so uh, his his point that he makes <laughs> is that. Um, the reason we went to space uh, it, to go to the moon, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, and so there's only really two ways you can get that money. You either get it from the private sector or from government and the private sector was never going to fund that. Well, and what's unfortunate <laughs> is that they are both the same. <laughs> So you it's really got to go to the private sector. The, the problem is the private sector was never going to fund it because there was no the return. The possible return was so far down the line or we're talking a decade at minimum um, for them to see any return on the investment and it's a gamble because they don't they didn't know at the time what resources like for the private sector at that time. The only thing space travel could get them is mining from like the moon. And they didn't know what kind of resources are there, so they were like, it, "It was never something that made sense for the private sector to invest in," um, and so it had to be government. And the government had to invest. Can they mine the moon? I mean, in theory, yes. Well, I th- in I practice, thought, it. I thought that they've already have been doing it. I mean, they took they picked up some rocks. What is moon cheese? <laughs> I thought they went up there and were milking cows. <laughs> we're milking the moon. Here's the moon's udders. <laughs> You're just these big udders sticking out of the moon crust, yeah. and then because it's low gravity, the milk just floats up, and you have to catch it. I regret making my joke. I'm really sad of the direction <laughs> you took it. This is what actually happens. You have a little thought baby, right? And you, and then you, and then we co-parent it together, and it you mess it up, dude. It takes a village. Yeah, bro. I have like I, I'm just like look at this this little this little thought child I've brought into the world, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna put it in counseling. <laughs> it's used the point. Sometimes our careful. bits work out really well, and sometimes they turn into that. Be careful who you let your children be around. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Here. <gasps> <laughs> Tim. Why did you do that to my thought baby? <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, the government would have had to fund it for research purposes for the potential of a long term return because governments yeah. they have longer time scales. They they don't have to the governments like we don't care about results hundreds of years like it doesn't matter. They're the government who cares will be around. Yeah, they're like the country will still be here. Um, so but what motivated the space race was this thing called the Cold War. Um, yeah. And Russia, because because here's the t- this was the time this was the, this was the time War. where we were like if Russia gets up there they're gonna nuke us from the moon. No, really, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Russia just set a nuke from the moon. <laughs> they got moon nukes. It's unfortunate you would see it coming. <laughs> moon missiles. Moon missiles. <laughs> they're moomies. <laughs> what? 
what? I didn't, I didn't movies, hear it before. I movies said it. sounds like Barnyard the Movie Halloween Edition, <laughs> and there's cow mummies. Oh no, there's mummies, right? And it's just these cows, just like they already make mummy noises. They're already like, you know. How do you make that more mummyish? You just wrap them up, you know. Uh, so here's the thing. This 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 wasn't uh, new mummy I'm, milk. The more the more I learn about things like um, space, the Cold War. The more I learn yeah. about the Cold War, really, like Chrome Dome and MK Ultra, like just everything that the U.S. government and the Russian government did, is I've come to the conclusion that this wasn't a situation where a couple countries had nukes and they were afraid the other country was going to use it. This was the world's biggest ever. My dad could beat up your dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah for sure. And uh, what happened was Russia made put a person which in space. all the more incentive for America to fake it. <clears throat> I, it's true. Russia put a person in space and all of a sudden the US was like, oh, you went to space. We're going to the moon. We're going to we're going to the moon. Yeah, and then they, I've been there. <laughs> I've been I've been to space. We I've been to the moon. Space, come on! You just all you did was go to space. Watch us. We're going to the. You moon. went really high in the sky. <laughs> We're gonna land <laughs> on, the on moon. a star, and someone's like, "Let's oh, bring that back." I mean, it's not a star. It's, it's the moon. you know what I meant. Do you know what I? <laughs> and it, it, it's it's crazy because Kennedy, the guy who made that famous speech, is who said we choose to go to the moon and the other things. I want to know what the other things are, by the yeah. way. But he said we choose to go to the moon and the other things next three because they're hard. And the are you trying years. to explain Kennedy as if someone listening doesn't know who Kennedy is? <laughs> um, Kennedy, literally. you know that guy. Oh, what would you know him for? Oh man, uh, um, I can't think of anything important he did. <laughs> um, literally a year before that, do you think he that, said? Never mind. Well, that's a conversation <laughs> off podcast. <laughs> That's a different question. <laughs> Literally a year before that, he said publicly, he said, I don't see any value in research in space. He said, I don't see any value in it. And a year later, he's like, we're going to the moon in the next 10 years. Uh, and so they went by the end of the decade. Yep. And so they went and it was convenient and, that they did it in 69. Yeah. <laughs> One year. Uh, so so they, they went to the moon and uh, uh, they went back a couple times, but then they just never went back. Um, and I think the biggest reason was um, there wasn't this war time threat situation going on anymore, and there wasn't any any real resource you were gaining from the moon. The payoff is so long term, and the cost is so unbelievably high, and the risk is incredibly high. Because I think here's the thing with spaceships is the rockets and rockets are missiles, and missiles are made to explode, um, <laughs> and so they do that. Spaceships are rockets. Yes. Rockets are missiles. Yes. Missiles explode. Yes. Spaceships explode. Spaceships explode. Yes. Uh, it really seriously. It's like one in 20 rockets today. Uh, back then it was worse. One in 20 today explode on takeoff. Um, yeah, it sucks because like, you know we watched a few <coughs> SpaceX launches mm -hmm. and they just I mean, that's what they're they're literally. I mean the design for them was taken from the original design for nukes like they were literally made to blow up. Um, and like that's what they or were be dropped for. in a random lake or be dropped in a random lake uh, and so uh, they're not good at, at making it to space. <laughs> so, so, I mean they're they're they make it, but there's a fail rate uh, and so there's a heavy risk rate because they're do you so think expensive. That, do you think that Jeff actually went to space last month Bezos? Mm -hmm. uh, 
I don't know. I mean, he did. He crossed the line, but his was the line. I don't know. There's a name for it. It's an altitude line. There's a name for it. That's like this is space and everybody's like, yeah, you made it Um, because at some point there's no border like there's no like sign that says hello. Welcome to space like you have there will be (laughs) there will be eventually actually uh, but I mean, his There's like a floating he road sign. <laughs> he literally just went up and then went right back down. And then if you so miss it, you gotta like turn around. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh, like, oh the I sign. missed we the, go picture. Stop and take the picture. <laughs> and then somebody, somebody on that trip, who's I'm gonna throw off the spaceship, <laughs> is gonna go. Looks like we're not on Earth anymore. <laughs> I can see Kansas from here. Hey, really exciting news. October 30th in Kansas City, Missouri. We are doing a Tillin live show. Please get tickets. They are available right now on Tillin.com and we're going to have special guests, a live episode, uh, Q&A, bunch of stuff. Tim right now is researching if we can get a monster truck there. You're going to love it. If you are anywhere near Kansas City or you're able to get there, we want to see you there. So please go to the website uh, and buy those tickets because the spots are limited. So Let's hang out and just keep making some amazing magic stuff together. Fiddle off, huh? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made Sheets today and whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So 
so space just wasn't economical for a really long time. The only thing that it was used for for after the uh, Apollo era ended. Um, I don't know why I put Apollo in air quotes. Um, it's Not, not fake. Um, well, you say that. Uh, so when the Apollo I'm era starting to think ended, it might be. It, I mean, there's a lot of good reasons to think it is, but when the Apollo <laughs> era ended, <laughs> I'm starting to think it is. I'm glad you said that. There's a lot of really good reasons. Actually, <laughs> I'm glad now you brought it up. I'm glad you said that because I think so. Um, no, the, the Apollo era ended and do you think the moon landing is fake? I'm on the fence. Ah, <laughs> I'm on the space earth line. I don't know. <laughs> the the uh, Apollo era ended and then space became pretty much just satellites. It was we're just going to near earth orbit dropping some satellites. They did the ISS, but really the big thing was defense satellites and there's, so there's uh, uh, a couple companies that kind of led the game uh, and just dropped a bunch of satellites. I guess not dropped like threw a bunch of satellites up into space and <laughs> They were up there really for defense, so they were helping the government. I threw spy a boomerang on once. I'm pretty sure it's up there. <laughs> it's a satellite now. If if you throw up, if you throw a boomerang far enough, it becomes a satellite. And that's just isn't that? I want to get that on a magnet. I'm gonna make magnets. If you throw a boomerang far enough, should it be shaped like a like a like a boomerang? It should be shaped like a satellite. <laughs> oh, because it's become a satellite. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Sorry space all of a sudden now is becoming is enter, entering this new era where it's like okay space actually is becoming economical a frontier. Yeah, not just not a frontier. Um, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's becoming a situation where it makes sense for the private sector to say I'm going to invest in this because there's a possibility of returns in the short term. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Thanks. So, because there's this possibility of a return <laughs> in the short term, right? For space, mm-hmm. a bunch of these private companies are starting to invest in going back to space. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, now it's not just defense. Now you got companies like Google and Apple who are like, "We want maps. We want map apps. Maps. We want map apps." So they're going to space for maps. Well, you need a satellite to get those map apps. Okay. What uh, year is this? I mean, within the last like twenty years, uh, they started map mapping. Yeah. Um, and mapping. Then you had telecommunications into the game and say, "Hey, we can use satellites to mm-hmm. make things better." Dish Network showed up, and they're like, "We want to put something in space." Uh, Direct TV was like, "We do too." Yeah, like, we can do that. We're gonna do it, and we're, we're gonna, gonna do it in the next decade. We're gonna put a satellite on the moon, and. <laughs> The, the the IT department was like, it's, 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 it's not necessary. It's They'll like, do yeah. nothing. Moon channels, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just like you know, that's like the CEO slamming some cocaine and then being like, moon. Channels. We have more channels on the moon than any other provider. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so how are we gonna do this? Today? <laughs> the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Alex is visibly uncomfortable. I'm yeah, I'm physically uncomfortable because I'm gonna lean. I feel like I'm leaning further than you are. Quit with this bit. That's fun. Uh, so telecommunications gets the, the Bob game. Lazar fans already think we're weird enough. Yeah, uh, the telecommunication telecommunication companies get in the game, and then the telecommunication. <laughs> the telecommunication. You said it two times. The telecommunication. The telecommunication companies. 
You said it twice and then you tried to move past it. Telecommunication. I'm a telecommunication. <laughs> so they, they, they got into it. And then uh, a bunch of industries started like big data starts getting into it. Yeah. Um, to help once provide, data's in. Yeah, uh, once data gets in. Uh, to provide like logging companies. So like if a logging company wants to buy a piece of land now, they turn to a satellite provider to say, hey, how many trees is there on this plot of land? And they from space will count the trees and then tell them, hey, this is a good investment. Does a computer investment. count them or does someone sit there and go <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> now a computer counts them. <laughs> and now is that person is that their job or is that just their hobby? <laughs> I'm a tree counter. A satellite tree counter. Uh, yeah, so uh, big data like that and now AI is huge in it uh, electric vehicles, um, especially self-driving cars. Yeah, need that data um, pretty quickly and then there's like Wi-Fi providers that are trying to get the Wi-Fi signal um, all over the place and even not for profits like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They have a satellite that flies over um, impoverished nations and counts the amount of buildings and villages so they can get a good number of how many people are there so they know how many vaccines or what kind of aid to send to them. They just count the the structures and so um, it, it seems to me like a more expensive way and they just drop it there <laughs> from the satellite. Like they're just trying to make cargo cults. satellite missile. Like <laughs> 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 now they're not even cargo cults. They're just you know Moon mobs. moon mobs. They're just waiting for the <laughs> waiting for the goods to drop from, just the, moon. from the moon. It's like, oh, the moon just shot something. Hopefully, it's coming to us. Wait, you think you see the moon <laughs> shoot something? Like the moon just shot something. It's like a t-shirt cannon from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the moon's like, whoever makes the most noise, come on, Love planet it. Earth. <laughs> ah, let's get hype. Make some noise. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like some dude who thought he was going to be famous, you know, and he gave up and had to work the sporting yeah. events in his town. Yeah, and he's at the. He's like, I'm going to go launch shirts. It was either the that moon. or become a meteorologist. <laughs> and he chose the moon. Yeah. Um, and so, so uh, did your laptop just make noise? Nope, it wasn't mine. It was yours. Alex, how unprofessional was it? My <laughs> computer. Yeah. Golly, man. So space is becoming like an industry. Yeah, um, and they're starting to fund a lot of projects to get to space, especially people who want to get satellites to space. Okay. They're like, I want satellites. There's these new thing. There's this whole new sector of small sats where their satellites like the size of toasters um, and they're just what? like they're just what like, hey, NASA. Okay, you're going to space. Can you take our toaster with you? Would you chuck <laughs> it out the window? We pay you five bucks or kind of like tag a lot yeah, like just like yeah, tape this toaster to the side. Tape it. <laughs> tape it to the side. Duct tape this toaster to the side of no, your. No, we don't have duct tape. We got space tape. It's at the launch. The guy's like runs up to the lawn. It's like, oh, we got a streaker. Wait a second. Is that a toaster? <laughs> this is crazy. It's basically suicide to run along. This guy's the rocket. putting a blender on the He's side of the. Taping. And then that's one of the things that blows up. That guy <laughs> got blown up <laughs> trying to tape a blender to the side. Of the of the satellite, <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, he really believed in that startup because all these companies are putting more money. His in coworker it. went on to start Google. <laughs> Think about it. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? If you had invested a hundred dollars <laughs> in, in that, this guy's sprint in that b- <laughs> that blender runner, blend runner. 
Blend Runner. It's like Blade Runner, but Blend Runner. And it's just if you invest a hundred dollars in him, yeah, you would be a billionaire now. You could have You'd your own space industry. A billionaire. You could have your own telecommunication company. <laughs> so because all this money is getting pumped into space right. all of a sudden. Now Dan. NASA is was were you trying to make a toaster in space reference like the little tote like what is that? Uh, what was that toaster movie? Uh, uh, the 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 brave little toaster the brave little toaster is yeah, that the thing you were I trying to make that movie? No, I wasn't but I wish I was because I love that movie the brave little toaster. Anyways. I almost said the toaster that could <laughs> <laughs> he could this toaster could <clears throat> so uh, NASA is getting a lot more funding, but from the private sector who is saying hey, let us tag along on your trip with okay. our little miniature satellite uh, and so they're getting a lot more funding for a lot of these things, which is now opening up this new world where the government's saying okay, maybe we could continue to research some of these things um, and so a lot of really ambitious new projects are being proposed by NASA mm-hmm. um, and a couple of private sector companies uh, like, like guys. We've heard about space race, but what if space race? Here's LW Wright to tell us more. <laughs> all right. You just put your foot on the gas. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> That's all you do. 13 laps. 13 laps until the rocket blows up. <laughs> just go until it stops. Good luck. Yeah, have fun. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of ambitious projects. I'm sure you've heard of a couple of these. Um, for example, uh, NASA wants to colonize the moon. Um, yeah, they want to, to colonize Mars as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they want to colonize the moon, though. I mean, imagine imagine you move to the moon, and then the next year there's a group that moves to Mars. Wouldn't you rather? But also imagine. I mean, you you own a home, right? And you hate it, right? So imagine oh, doing all that process. I'm just <laughs> you hate that home. You spend so much money on that home, you hate it, right? You hate it. I know you do, and so you've now you're in though. But yeah. if you go to the moon, you can't sell that. You can't sell your property in the moon. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows what the real estate trends are like. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you got a realtor? <clears throat> yeah, a moon realtor. Moon Realty. Earth mm. View Realty. Why is it called real estate? Is there a fake estate? Yeah. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> we should open up a fake I'm estate. I'm a fake. For- Uh, so the Wikipedia article for the colonization of the moon uh, is nice because it starts with this warning. That says, <laughs> "Warning." It literally says, "This article may contain an excessive amount of intricate detail that may only interest a particular audience." You opened it. <laughs> warning: You might not like this. <laughs> warning: This one's boring. Actually, can you clip that and put that at the beginning of the episode, please? Uh, warning. warning this episode may contain information and silliness that not everyone would be interested in warning. You might not like this <laughs> uh, here's, here's the thing with the moon colony what they want to do. You might have seen like pictures of it. They want to build like these like domes that like you can that like they're almost like uh, greenhouses. Yeah, um, you can grow and you stuff. live in there and you grow in there and yeah, it's it's but can like you go to Earth. other domes. Yeah, you just can you invite everyone over to your dome for a game night. Yeah, come to my dome. Come to my dome home. This is my dome home. My dome home. <laughs> What's up, homies? Welcome to my dome home. And then one person's, you know, and then the first person to make their Wi-Fi, Dugsdale or the Dugs, the Dimmodome. He's a legend. Doug Dugsdale Dimmodome. 
Dugsdale Dimmodome. No, Dimsdale. Dimsdale. Dim, Dim, Doug Dimmodome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome. Yeah, there we go. Owner of the Dimmodogs from Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yep. But the first person who makes their Wi Fi password or Wi Fi called the Dimsdale Dimmodome. Yeah. They won. They won. They won the space race. And that's really what it's about. <laughs> that's what it's always been about. Because you know, you know, once one, you know, one person made it the FBI van, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, what yeah. are other common ones? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, the, the real idea for the moon colony, though, uh, it's more of a lunar base than a colony. And so the idea is that um, it's your pit stop on the way to Mars or other planets or other missions. Oh, so you you leave the Earth, you go to the moon, you refuel, and the moon has lower gravity, so you have to use less fuel to take back off, and then you can then go further. Um, and so that's the idea there. Um, there's a lot of a couple issues with that. Like one, um, if you're refueling there, there has to be fuel there, that's which means you thinking. have to get you to from get Earth fuel there, unless there's fossil fuels on. Mars, which is not likely because as far as we know, there's not fossils on Mars. <laughs> I was going to say, are we just grinding up fossils <laughs> or sorry, the moon, uh, the moon. You know, I found a fossil the other day. It was pretty crazy, and then you just squeeze it hard enough and squeegee out a little fossil fuel. <laughs> yeah, you get some gasoline. You squeeze. Yeah, I drank it. <laughs> I went really fast for a while. <laughs> I was I was like 300 horsepower for like yeah, 20 at least minutes. my brain was. I don't think I was moving, <laughs> but <laughs> Just lay in your apartment. Just like yeah. <laughs> Whoa! That's all they're doing on the moon. You get up there, they've been drinking the fossil fuels. Everyone in their dome just. And you're like, I'm sorry. What's the password? And someone's like, It's Doug. 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 Doug Demodome. Doug. <laughs> Doug, but the O is a zero. <laughs> Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with too many advertisements during the Tillin podcast? <laughs> Have we got good news for you? Our patrons enjoy ad-free experience and they get early access to content, behind the scenes stuff, exclusive merchandise, and access to a private Discord channel where we all are in it, our producers and the hosts. So if you'd like to be a patron today and solve that problem, why don't you text Tillin to 66866? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, Having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life, and how do I make those priorities in my life, and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient, uh, and you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule, so it's super valuable for people like me. (laughs) 
who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So Mars has another idea. This one's championed by Elon Musk. Um, and uh, here's the thing with with Elon's motivation. He's he's really the only person in the private sector who's willing to sink the money into going to Mars. Yeah, um, because he's not going to see any return from it. It's not going to happen, um, but he really wants to go because he thinks we're going to blow up the earth um, and he thinks we need a backup plan, but he also wants to be the person who did it <clears throat> like he's pretty full of himself. Um, yeah, he I enjoys suppose. the celebrity. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's pretty fair. Here's one thing I noticed though, too. Um, I would honestly say that I think part of this change in like this almost like the new space race is Elon's fault. Um, I don't know if fault's the right word, but I think he he started that. Um, the new space race, the new space race, uh, Which is just billionaires trying to get to space. No, I would say it's it's this renewed sense of we're going to space again. Because he he started SpaceX, he's like, we're going to Mars, we're going to colonize colonize Mars, and then NASA was like, well, we're going to the moon again, and and Mars, we're going to go to Mars too. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he was like, that's cute. And then Amazon was like, we have a space company, and then Virgin Galactic was like, we have Amazon, a space company. We're trying to like throw your like your package is going to switch to three day delivery, but the middle day it's going to spend it in space. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, so I mean, think about it. Amazon Amazon started satellites that shoot your package to your head. Your like doorstep. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, if you live in an apartment complex, you better live on the top floor because <laughs> the apartment complex, the seal, the roof is just covered gone. in packages. It should, no, they're <laughs> shooting at high velocity that it's coming through the roof. <laughs> they're gonna pay a lot of damages. <laughs> Obliterated up in the atmosphere. <laughs> it's like melted. I ordered coffee grounds, bro. You can go to toilet paper and it's just disintegrated. <laughs> Literally ash. By the time it Thanks, to Amazon. One star. <laughs> <laughs> you still rain it though. <laughs> Is there? Can I set up a return? Uh, so, Elon. Uh, he he kind of I I really think he kind of drove this forward because he's yeah. like I'm going to Mars. I really think we need to do it because the world's going to explode um, because we suck and so we need to go to Mars. Um, and he kind of changed this public opinion on it. What? Is, how long does he think the Earth's going to last? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think he has a date, but I think he's like we need a backup. I don't think he's got a date. <laughs> I don't think he's like. <laughs> he's like oh. <laughs> I don't think he's like April twelfth. <laughs> 2027 27 it's going down. So we got to get to Mars before then. That's yeah. No, I think he's just like as soon as possible. We need to be living on Mars because the human race is doomed, um, which is which is ironic to me, but imagine you're like that 25 people or whatever selected to live on Mars I know. and then Earth really is doomed. Yeah, and then everybody there dies. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that though. Um, Imagine you find out Do they have internet up there yet. Well, imagine this the scenario. Imagine that Earth does collapse and we have a colony on Mars. Everybody on Earth is like, I want to go to Mars. The Earth is about to explode. Let me go to Mars. You got to make an ark. Yeah, and I mean, it's it costs billions of dollars to get a dozen people there. Yeah, uh, nobody's uh, nobody's making it. Nobody's going. It's like you have and to be there already. If so, the whole thing is designed that you got to have fuel and you'll still need resources from Earth. Yeah, and so well, the thing with the colonies is 
over time, the intention is that you learn to live off of that planet. And so you learn to get resources off that planet. You learn. So uh, Mars is pretty unique. And because then you have a kid and you put them out there without an oxygen tank and see if they acclimate. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep doing that until they evolve. Uh, <laughs> if we do it enough, they'll evolve. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Bro. Uh, so Mars is actually a, a pretty decent plan. It's a long game. Uh, but there is a decent plan for actually like helping develop an atmosphere and learn to live off of the resources on Mars. Moon kind of has one, um, but I mean the moon is much less survivable than Mars. Here's the thing with with all these plans, though. Like I said, it's so limited and it's going to cost a lot of money and it's going to take a long time. I am skeptical of the idea that we need a second a backup plan is is makes sense because to me, if you're afraid of an asteroid hitting the Earth, um, it'll cost you a lot less to just move the asteroid or like just send a rocket up there to redirect the asteroid than it is to set up a colony on Mars and you can do it faster. And then if you're afraid that global warming or the climate is going to collapse us, it'll cost you a lot less yeah, to address if you that can, issue. If you can figure out a way to make the asteroid part of the culture war, <laughs> you know, like that asteroid is bringing <clears throat> socialist ideas to the, the world, then you'll get the backing of a lot of people. That's true. That's true. Um, They'll be like, shoot it down. I'm like, well, we should hear about its history and life, and <laughs> we should know more about. We should know, kill it. Oh, yeah, just take it out. Obliterate it. Okay. Um, I think it's funny. I think we that. should hear out the asteroid. <laughs> we should hear it out. Hear out. I want to see. I want to see the asteroid on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh before my gosh! I make any decisions. <laughs> it's funny you say that because because while I was researching for this, I realized. And I, I don't know if I've seen anybody talk about this, but I think I think Elon Musk, I think his biggest skill and, and he's he's pretty smart. Obviously, he's very rich, obviously, um, but I think his biggest skill is he can change public opinion. Um, he did it with PayPal. He, okay. he the first company that really made people say, yeah, you know, what? I'll buy stuff online like it's safe to buy stuff online. He did it with Tesla. He made electric vehicles cool. Um, nobody wanted electric vehicles. They were lame, um, but he turned it to where electric vehicles were something desirable that was cool and exciting. Um, yeah. And then he made uh, I think with SpaceX, he shifted the opinion uh, of space and got all these companies being like, yeah, we need to get to space and with Ner- Neuralink is probably his biggest one. I thought you were to say nerf with <laughs> with it's, nerf. It's nerf. I mean, he made, he you made know how many people say that guns cool again. <laughs> you know, they really went out of style <laughs> for and a while. Nerf. nerf. <laughs> he brought him back. Neuralink. He hasn't done this yet, but I think that's going to be his biggest one yet. And I think he's I mean, because he's got to convince people to put a chip in his, their brain and to not think that it's the number of the beast. And yeah. so he and I mean, and you think that because he's convinced you slash exactly. already put a chip in your brain. Exactly. Here's here's what I'm saying. Everything he's done. I think the boring company did that. I think uh, I always forget you're an Elon Stan. <laughs> I like think you're just like you, you, you have his poster on your wall. I do. I have a I have an Elon. I have a Musk. A Musk. I, I was I was uh, here's the go thing. ahead for a second there. Try that for the second there. I thought Musk poster was an alliteration, and then I was like, those are two different letters. <laughs> And I was like, dang it. I got to find another word for poster and I couldn't. Uh, oh, okay. so, 
uh, a musk mantle. I got a musk mantle in my house. A musk mantle. This is my musk mantle. Uh, it's, I have it's a, twenty pictures of Elon Musk, yeah. and then this jar of elephant musk. I have an ivory bust <laughs> of him in my living room. That's my musk bust. <laughs> musk bust. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, he changes public opinion. I, I have his cologne. The reason. Oh my gosh. That's where musk musk. musk. <laughs> I must get me some musk musk. <laughs> he needs to start a cologne brand. That needs to be I that needs to be the slogan. I think he's got it. Musk musk. <laughs> musk get musk musk. <laughs> but for some reason, the bottle is unbreakable. Like it's just no reason <laughs> at all. He's <laughs> just like you can't break it. Uh, so uh, uh, I think he really changed public opinion, and so he's got his plan for his, col- his Mars colony. Um, there's a few variations of it, um, but the basic idea is they're going to build the domes. They're going to have farms underground, um, and then light them like a, a weed farm, um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, uh, and then over time, uh, begin to rebuild the atmosphere. It's going to take long after he die, long after he dies. Um, and long after everybody who goes there first dies before it's actually like breathable atmosphere on Mars, but that's the idea is over over time. It's a breathable atmosphere uh, again. Neil, the Neil deGrasse Tyson um, uh, makes a good point about this. Um, Neil Patrick Harris makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much for that. That's funny. <laughs> so Golly. his point is he's like he's like uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about it because if the issue is we need more space or it's just something we haven't conquered yet and we want to conquer it. Um, uh, why? Why hasn't this happened um, to Antarctica? He said Antarctica stands a much better chance of being colonized than Mars or the moon or any other place because it's on Earth. There's way more water there. Um, the conditions are actually better um, than they would be in Mars or something like that. He's like, why don't we colonize that? And he's like, he's like, I don't. He, his point. He's like, I don't understand why people are lining up to be on the Moon colony or the Mars colony because um, it's going to be very unpleasant. Uh, and so he's like, ask yourself if you would colonize Antarctica. If the answer is no, then you're probably going to hate colonizing Mars. <laughs> um, and so it's a really interesting point. Um, Anyways, uh, here's but it feels cooler. It feels way. I, I don't know. Antarctica's pretty cold. I don't know. I think it'd be cool <laughs> to be in the first group that goes to the moon. Or yeah. the first group that goes to Mars. Not as cool to be in the second group. Yeah. Well, the first group is dying. I mean, pretty much guaranteed. So uh, you think if, so? I mean, they will most likely die during the mission. If they survive, they will die on Mars like they're, they're not making it back. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, much cooler. Second group, yeah. they're still going to die out there. Mm-hmm. They stand a better chance of survival, though. I, I think that I think and Elon will say the same thing. There's there's good chance that the second group is going there, and their part of their mission is to recover the bodies, because they're, I mean, the the likelihood of success on that first run is pretty low. Um, wow. So uh, here's another idea that uh, NASA has. And Matt thinks, Damon did it though. <laughs> And he in, that docu- in that documentary, he was here for the premiere. <laughs> uh, uh, NASA has another idea um, that uh, they think that they can pull off um, in the next decade. Uh, they call it Havoc, uh, which is a great name. Uh, it stands for 
high altitude Venus operational concept. They go to Venus. They want to colonize Venus. I was just thinking that when you're like, well, it doesn't make sense to just do Mars. I was like, what are they thinking of Venus? Uh, yeah, so um, Venus. Here's the thing with Venus. Uh, it's absolutely inhospitable. Um, yeah. We've sent one probe and it lasted two and a half hours before it just obliterated because the atmospheric pressure is greater than the bottom of the ocean once you get down to the surface uh, and there is an insane amount of carbon dioxide um, in the atmosphere. So you die um, in seconds uh, if you got the atmosphere. What's interesting about it though is above the cloud cover um, there's this kind of sweet spot where you get out of where the carbon dioxide zone is and just before space, um, there's an area that is really similar in climate to Earth. But um, there's not any land in that area. Yeah, no. And that's why it's <laughs> called the Havoc High Altitude Venus. They want to build a floating outpost that flies in Venus. And so the concept. <laughs> The concept, it's like. Are we talking like 200 years from now? Come on. No, no, no. They think they can do it in the next decade. So here's, the, here's they're, the idea. They're lying. They basically, they're like uh, uh, Zeppelins. They're going to take Zeppelins there and they're going to build it's this. taking Kansas City, city. downtown <laughs> four years to extend the streetcar. <laughs> You're telling me they're going to build this thing in the next decade? Yeah. Doubt it. It took the guy from up a couple weeks to fly. Uh, in a cartoon. <laughs> That's essentially what they're going to do, though. They're just going to attach a bunch of balloons to a space station and let it float. (laughs) Yeah, the all the groups we send to Venus are basically going to (laughs) die. We're actually going to send the second group to recover the first group's bodies, and then the third group to recover the second group's bodies. And it's just a domino effect from there, but because we have so many people recovering bodies, it's a continual. Eventually, there will be land. Like a little ant hill. You know, have, they, have you seen ants save the queen? If they float, have you seen that? No. Where ants link their whole bodies together so the queen yeah. can float, and like oh these ants gosh. are just sacrificing Drowning? themselves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, pretty similar. Similar. Situation. Drowning in Venus. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, my uh, new EP coming out. Drowning uh, in <laughs> Venus. <laughs> um, but their idea is, if they can do this for a while, they'll prove the concept, and if they can have, uh, it'll be like the. Imagine that you get sent to Venus as a proof of concept. <laughs> like you're gonna die. No, no, no. You're gonna. We just want to prove that we can do it, though. No, we can. It's just a proof this. of concept. We're gonna get more funding later for like spacesuits and stuff. Like the people who come after you will be able to breathe, but you're just kind of like a. You're a proof. That's of the concept. thing, though. You can breathe because the climate. Once you get past the cloud cover in Venus, is according to NASA really similar to Earth. No, so you can roll the windows down. Uh, but imagine you do that and you all mouth. die. <laughs> But imagine you're like NASA says this is safe and then you open the door and you go (gasps) you go (gasps) (laughs) NASA I thought of it. You lied (laughs) and then you die all the window up the crank windows. They're sitting there. Crank the windows. Crank windows. Like it's a Jeep. Is that how you crank them? Or just <laughs> yeah. It's not a post. solid motion. You were. That's huh, huh, why. Huh, that's why huh. all my windows broke. <laughs> crank those windows up. <laughs> and the theory is, if this works, so it's gonna be if like this works. <laughs> it's gonna be like the International Space Station. So you're gonna have a couple you scientists colonize Antarctica? doing research. And if it works, then they're going to build a big base that is floating. I big kid one. you not. 
that's floating with helicopter arms that are just keeping it airborne and then they want to build like a city like that. Yeah, but then we know how that ends malfunction repair. No, it, it won't malfunction. <laughs> hey, have you seen and you haven't seen Star Wars, right? No, I hate you. I I just man, that's so disappointing. Yeah, every time that comes up, I question you haven't seen the music man, right? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Have you seen the Phantom of the opera. No, you haven't seen you haven't seen Star Wars. Here's the thing. You're asking things like Star Wars is important. Okay, here's the have thing. Have you seen real art? Yeah, have you seen real art? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know you you ah gosh, it hurts me. It's fine. There's a city in I don't care. There's a city in Star Wars called Cloud City where it's a Planet similar to Venus. You could literally make clouds. You could literally just make anything up right now if you want. You could <laughs> go. There's Musk a city was in Star okay, Wars. Yeah, so I haven't seen before it. Before Elon Musk lived, you could literally tell me that, and I'll believe you. That's what that's what they want to do. They want to make Cloud City on Venus. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know what that means. Cloud City cheering, sounds. Cloud City sounds like a youth group name. <laughs> hey, welcome to Cloud City. <laughs> you know that it does. How can I pray for you today? <laughs> what else is there in space? I, nothing. That's the point. It's empty, except for all the planets and stars and galaxies and junk that is floating. And up aliens. There. And aliens. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the aliens. Um, Where do they live? Other planets. Do you think that though? Yeah. Do you think they live in our solar system, or do you think they're from other solar systems? Uh, it's hard to tell. I don't have. I don't have a strong conclusion. It's hard to tell. Yeah, we've never been there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Uh, um. Space is a big place, um, and there's lots of room. Uh, Earth is a smaller place. Would you say that space is a big, big room. house with uh, lots and lots of room? Lots and lots of room, and a like a big, big table. Yep, where we with, can play football. With lots and <laughs> lots and lots of room. Hey, don't play football at the table. <laughs> big, big yard where we can play football. Yeah, touchdown. <laughs> it's a big, big house. Touchdown. <laughs> Was the touchdown line actually in the song, or was no, that just in the youth group? Version? That was just in the youth group. Version. That was just the kids. Touchdown! Touchdown! It's like in the Lean on Me, where it's like I'm gonna need, and everybody grabs the yeah, knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, I yeah. Here's here's the thing about space. Sum it up for me. Um, uh, w- when you're in space, it, say you're say say you started this first space satellite. There's a, th- a company yeah. that wants to build a hotel. That's a satellite. Uh, that's you just stay there like xenon um, and what if you get there and they mess up your reservation? <laughs> what if you get there um, and and the bellhop kicks you out and you're floating through space now um, free falling without a parachute through space. Does this place have a pool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you dive in uh, and so here's the thing though space um, is empty. Uh, yeah, which means you can't hear. And so, oh, that's as you fade away, floating into the cosmos, and you're screaming. You're screaming, and no one most, can hear you. Most people, when they die, they have the pleasure. <laughs> this is getting so dark at the end. Okay, they have the pleasure um, of of hearing their uh, their cosmic song. <laughs> it's a thing that happens. I've heard it. Um, well, I haven't, uh, I haven't heard it, but I've Charles Gateau didn't get to hear his orchestra. <laughs> But he wanted to. What uh, you're saying is we gr- couldn't do any fiddle offs in space. Yeah. 
Things Alone Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor, audio is edited by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, social media is run by Caleb Walker, and graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things Alone Last Night. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.